I can't even say what I'm thinking. Welcome back, everybody. To lunchtime in Rome. This is episode 69. We left off about two months ago at episode 68 when the world shut down for coronavirus. And so now we're back and it is such a pleasure to be here. Um, this is lunchtimeinrome.com. If you want to see all the things that we do, go to lunchtimeinrome.com. Um, that's where you can find all of our past episodes. That's where you can find our relational needs questionnaire, whatever we're calling it. Um, and that's where you can find our Twitter and all of our social medias that we are going to post more on. We promise you. Um, but we are back and it's really refreshing to be back. Um, with that being said, I'm going to pass this over to Jay. Jay, what's this whole thing about? What's this all this noise about? Well, it is good to be back, and this podcast uh, has taken a whole new level of uh, of application to people's worlds because we've talked about it for 68 episodes that the most common problem people face is feeling alone. Uh, I would venture to say in the last two months, mm. people have felt horrifically alone. Yeah. Um, and so we aim this podcast at fixing that problem by following a verse in the Bible, which says Romans twelve fifteen, and it says, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. It's joining somebody in their emotions so that they don't feel alone. And we kind of make a play on words by saying, hey, Rome twelve fifteen. that's lunchtime in Rome. But also the idea of everybody who's listening has pulled up a seat at our table and we are just hanging out kicking back, talking about food, talking about drink, talking about life, rejoicing and mourning with each other. And uh, we spend normally the first 20 minutes catching up the next and modeling that behavior, the next 20 minutes going over a lesson, a tip, a technique and how to keep people from feeling alone. And then the last 10 to 15 minutes, we go over real applications of it in life with our do better and can't do better segments. Tonight's going to be a little different because it's going to be about 90% catching up and then 10% looking at the world and what's going on from emotional needs standpoints. Yeah. But I think to start off with, we just got to catch up. Yeah. And, and I think to sort of say, how's it been for you guys the last two months and, and where have you noticed maybe just the topic of being alone? or sort of emotional needs and how that's impacted this time period for you, loved ones, or people in your world. I think it's a way to start. Sure. So who wants to go first? And let's just remind ourselves, we got Eric, we got Chris, we got Jay, and we got Brian here. That's right. Yeah, and so we're all back. Um, man, that means, it's, that means you're going first. This feels so good to be here. It does feel good to be here. It's my birthday today. It is Brian's oh, birthday. How do we keep forgetting? We buried the lead. <laughs> oh. Well, there's there's a lot of leads. Um, Brian turns 39 today. Yep. Third, I'm not a day over 43. Um, but it's unbelievable to be back. I thought about this this moment 
for the last two months. Like, I, you know, like, again, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And you never yeah. think like, oh, we might miss a week of podcasts. You never think, man, we're going to be shut down for two months. And, um, you know, we, we tried to obey the rules and, and we did. And and we're back. So um, it's good to be back. It's just so good to be back with you guys. Amen. Please, somebody take it away. Like, what are we going to do? We're, we're talking about, like, let's catch up. Yeah. Um, so I'll kind of give you an update on where I am. Um, this is Eric, by the way. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We, I'm sorry. We didn't talk about our Facebook Live stream. Go ahead. If you want to jump on to Facebook Live, we always do Facebook Live. Go to go to our website. Um, find us on Facebook, and then you'll get the alerts that we're live every week, and you can actually watch us um, free of charge, actually. Yeah. In fact, we have some people watching already. And, really? And, Ke- and Kelly Cable has said it's gl- she's glad to have us back. Kelly, we're glad that you're here. Yeah, we are so glad you're here. And Air Cheney is here as well. Hey, Cheney. Oh, wunderbar. Si. Wunderbar. Nice. But, yeah, so... We uh, we've been good. Um, we are fortunate, um, and I think a lot of Pittsburghers can say that we're pretty fortunate um, where we're at uh, economically and whatnot. Um, I know a lot of people have fallen on hard times and and that, but um, but us personally, um, we've been working this whole time um, harder actually, uh, and um, enjoying each other it's been it's been kind of nice having being home with mags and having this kind of special time watching watching her grow up and not being away from home which is kind of cool um and we've been playing disc golf i've picked up that <laughs> hobby and yes. loving that um, that's a footnote i totally forgot about disc golf yeah. that we started doing that <laughs> yeah and uh it's when we get going outside more um and i'm not i'm not I love going camping and I am an outdoorsy kind of person, but I am also part hermit and I do like to bunker down and, and get nerdy. Um, but we have been outside a lot. Um, and that's good, but, uh, vitamin D relationships have been good. Um, you know, in, in these walls and, uh, fortunately we haven't had many disagreements. Um, but yeah, that's kind of. And have you noticed as far as like the either people or yourself being alone, um, sort of the impact of emotional needs in in your greater world? My great, you mean my like? What have you perceived? You know, just any impact it's had on it. Like, th- here's a great example. Yeah, talk about how you had to tell your parents and Amy's parents for a while. Oh yeah. Right. You we can't come over. Right. We weren't allowing grandparents to come because normally grandmas watch mags, um, during the week. Um, Amy works part time. She doesn't work on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but, um, grandmas come over on the off on those other days. And, um, having to tell them that they can't come over, it was really hard. And then we kind of lightened up those rules a little bit. And grandmas came over after a while because it was just. What did you do before that, though? Oh, I don't know. Tell me what I did <laughs> with the creepy Skype. Oh man, so <laughs> it's so funny how uh, it's a generational thing. It is. It, I, I'm going to say it's gen. I'm not going to say what generation, but there's a generation that you basically the see greatest? like no, like foreheads, like a lot of forehead action. 
Tick, um, tick, tick, a lot tick. of close up, like nostril, Boom. you know, like when oh. you're on Skype and, 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 and you're Skyping them through your giant TV in yeah, your living in room. our living room. Yeah, because we have a can we had a camera set up so you could see like the whole living room because you can't really contain Mag. She's she's all over the place, so they could see the whole living room and we're just hanging out and Mag's running around. But like you just see this like Big Brother. You know, faces. What was my quote? That's some creepy ass big brother ish <laughs> you got going on over there. Because you but sent a picture so of funny. it. It was your dad's nostrils and eyes. And I was like, how is Maggie not even just, you know, terrified? Yeah. Right. That's just pop. No wasn't more he, daddy. Wasn't he, no trying, more daddy. wasn't he playing the, trump, the trombone? He played the trombone at one point. <laughs> showed, awesome. showed Maggie his trains, you know, got the tour. Um, you know, so I feel like we made the best of a lot of situations, but it was really tough to have them stay at home. And, you know, we had, um, you know, grandma's come back after a little bit, but, um, you know, pops and pap pap still had to stay away for a little bit just to kind of keep things down. But Is that current still? Or have they, no, we're, you know, since we're, things have been lifted, back we're, in the, we're in back, the we're back to normal. We're, we're in the mustard. So, but yeah, the French is yellow. It's hard, it's hard to it's hard to have that conversation because like you really are taking something that they love away and it's like ninety percent of their life at this point in time right like yeah it's 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 so that was very very tough mm-hmm. um, but other than that you know we've been we've been really fortunate right Chris what are your observations been yeah so I mean when this whole thing started you know my wife Amy and I are both teachers so. Obviously, that was, you know, one of the first major things to happen was, okay, schools are shutting down. And, um, you know, from there we went into the whole social distancing and quarantine. But um, basically, I mean, we're we're very lucky slash blessed to, to have been, you know, continuing to work um, from home. So our, our professional life has been making videos, mm-hmm. making video lessons for, for our students and putting them out there. Um, for uh, you know, for for whoever, whichever of our students are, are, are able to uh, to participate. So, um, it, and I, and I have to say, as I'm generally an introvert, so um, it hasn't been hard for me from that perspective. Well, like and the, even Amy said how like she was smitten, right, <laughs> to just be home, right. Yeah, 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 and I mean it gets tiring. Obviously, like how long can living you, can with you? you do it? How can that be tiring? <laughs> Most blessed woman I know. Uh, that's, yeah. Probably the hardest thing you've had to deal with is uh, not having a haircut for oh a week, that was month and a half. Right, that was that was pretty rough. That was pretty rough. <laughs> um, thankfully, those days are it was are, rough on all of us. Behind me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, and I, everybody feels a little bit differently about the whole COVID situation and how it's progressing but i know for for me and and for my family in general like we've just sort of you know at at first it was okay we are not going anywhere you know and 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 i was you know doing the shopping only as necessary and nobody else was leaving the house and we've we've sort of i mean where we live it's we're kind of lucky in the sense that you know allegheny county has not been hit very hard um and of course we've since gone you know to yellow mustard um yeah, to Colonel Mustard. I remember early on, because we still did, you know, for those of you who aren't aware, we still had to do, not had to, got to do church together. Yeah. You know, and they're all, they're all part of worship, and, and Chris and Eric spent hours on the tech stuff, and so we would see each other at church. 
And I remember Chris said, you said the one night, you know, Amy, trust me, you know, I, I wear a mask when I go out. And that was even before you had to wear a mask. And he's like, and I wipe down the car with bleach wipes every time I get in. And I remember looking at you like, what the? Like, I hadn't even heard. <laughs> what kind of creature are you? I hadn't even heard about wiping down the car when you get inside. I was like. I haven't wiped on my car for three years. Yeah, I've never wiped down a car. I've never wiped up a car. You know, and I was like, that is a good husband right wow. there. That, that is, is a good is. husband. Oh, I can't claim to have been totally consistent with that, but I tried, <laughs> for, you know, but after a while, it's like you get used to just, it, and I hate to use the phrase new normal, no, but no. that's the thing, right? No, right? Uh. right. What we need but is anybody s- who's listening to start keeping a scorecard, and we have to send them out there. All of the coronavirus cliches right. and new lingos. An abundance of Should we of do caution. it right now? Abundance of caution. New normal. Social freaking distancing. Oh, here we go. Uh, careful. Uh, co- Comorbidity. <laughs> models. Comorbidity models. Experts. Uh, the science. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just the word experts falls into this category now. It does. Uh, but anyways, Chris, yeah, please. no, killing and, grandma. And so, uh, but as you, <laughs> Not I won't, you, mom. I won't Sorry. call it the new normal, but I will say as you, you know, you get used to the, how, how it, it is cadence, to go, a yes, different, cadence a different of way life. of going out and always making sure you got your mask with you and everything. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's, it's just been really normal for us. Like mm-hmm. it's been nice to just be home together and mm-hmm. and sort of uh, you know it's like an extended summer vacation helping ki- well yeah we're still working we're still mm-hmm. working but yeah a lot still more making videos time to be home with the kids because obviously the kids are schooling from home too mm-hmm. so being there to help Lily you know with her homework and and just be more hands on like like during that process has been actually a a, a plus of the whole thing so that's that that's mm-hmm. been really nice. And obviously, like Eric yeah, said, yeah, because Lily was having a little bit of trouble, not to blow up her spot, yeah, but she was having some right, trouble right, at school, right. and yeah, um, yeah. So it's a little bit of a blessing. Yeah, yes, in that sense, it really, it really has been, and um, just, but, but never, I very quickly. Although April, man, the weather, I remember March was like awesome, and so I got out and we were disc golfing, mm-hmm. and I doing the things. First three months of March were <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, it took forever. <laughs> it took when this whole and thing then the started. Year, every the year day of was April, a, yeah. No, I feel oh, like see. I feel like April just like what that's flew gonna be, by. Oh, go ahead. That's one part of my thing. Yeah, the year of April. No, the opposite. Like just gone. Well, and good because the the weather in April F sucked. April. So that <laughs> honestly, that was the hardest part for me. Was yeah. that was when I felt really stuck in the house. Like mm-hmm. there, I you you can't go do anything. The weather isn't even nice oh. enough to go out and and. You find things. To well, do. you can find sure, but I felt that was when I felt the most trapped, mm-hmm. and so now in the past couple of weeks in May, as the weather has started to to ease up on us, man, that it feels so good. A couple of weekends ago, when we went out to the um, um, the Deer Lakes Park, we yeah. went disc golfing, and it was sunny, and there were people out. Like that's like I felt like I was. Oh, I'm waking up. This right. and, and you guys were all there too, and and yeah. it, but it was like that was like it was like a bell ringing, and you're like, wait a second, what? You know, and and it just kind of brings you back into perspective because it had been miserable. It was miserable, yeah. horrible. So I don't know. So as of this, but point, you're also blessed, right? No, and we're we've come. I feel like we're coming out of the other side now. That like I said, you know, Allegheny County is now yellow, right? And Mustard. so we're things are lifting. We're able to to go into stores a little bit more, even if we do still have to wear a mask. And we're we're just getting a little, you know, slowly back to normal. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like okay. We're making, we're doing this. So it's, there's some positive things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to look at it that way. Got to. 
You, me, you, me. So um, for me, Night at the Roxbury. You, you, me, you, me, no, you, me, no. Um, it was it was hard in a lot of ways when it's when your job is people and being around people and meeting mm-hmm. with people and being there for people. Do you do a job with people? I don't. But if I did, <laughs> it would have been hard. Um, it would have been difficult. Um, one night, uh, Ray, we have a family bedtime every night. And we pray together and we put the kids, quote unquote, to bed, even though they stay up later. But we still pray together every night. And they're 26, 27. And, I mean, and so we sat there and um, Rachel, because she kind of, you know, directs the family. And, okay, Joe, what time are you getting up and what computer are you using? And you talk about being blessed. I mean, mm. heck. One of the computers is one of the ones Brian gave us, and another one of the computers is one Eric gave us, and one of the ones is the one Verizon Chromebook because we re-upped with Verizon, and they gave us. I get it. I get it. I'll get you a computer. (laughs) (laughs) You seem to need one more. You seem to need one more. And so she's like, okay, who needs what computer? What time are you getting up? And do you have a Zoom call with, you know, and Joe's on with his his friends. They are called the boys. Ben's one of the boys, Mm -hmm. and they'll they'll do homework together, and it's one of the – and do you know how well-known – the boys are at Penn Hills High School. Um, well, I, I know how well known Ben feels that they are. I don't know anything <laughs> factual. They really are <laughs> nice. Like, and they're known very. They're like, oh, the boys. They're such good guys. You know, they're just so good guys. And there's more stories to go with it. Excellent. So the one night, Rachel's going over the list and who needs to be up, whatever. And Bella looks at me and she goes, well, "Daddy, what are you doing tomorrow?" And I went. I'm just trying to fill the day, honey. <laughs> I said, I don't know. I'm going to try to find something to do. And as you guys know, and everybody who has anything, it's it's almost, I don't want to say sad. It's almost embarrassing. But anytime I see somebody who I have not seen in a while, they say what to me? Uh-oh. Quiz time. Take uh, luck? Nope. They Stay say, healthy? Nope. They say, what are you cooking tonight? Oh, there you go. <laughs> because all I have done is cook and put it on social media and cook and put it on social media. And I mean, I've said it to people. If I couldn't, at one point I almost offered to put on social media, give me your food and I'll cook it for you because my mm. kitchen would be just chock full of all food. It's like you eventually you have to eat it. Right. You know, and, and of course, one of them, speaking of being alone, one of the greatest moments that you guys don't, I don't even know if you know of this whole time. I had steak, I had pork chops, I had chicken breasts and chicken thighs, and one other meat. And Bella looked in the fridge, and because we didn't have chicken, frozen chicken strips, she said, well, there's nothing to eat. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, do you realize how many people across this country, let alone in your own family, would right now be so angry with you? (laughs) But it was a lot of fun, and I could interact with people that way. And, you know, it it was good fun cooking. And our family, we've gotten along really well. Rachel and I, and I think this is important, um, we are of a similar mindset. Uh, I, As far as the virus, the government, the restrictions, the precautions, um, we're pretty much on the same page. You know, I probably, I know I went out more than she would have liked me to. Um, Initially. No, or always. Even now. Always. I mean, but she. Even she, without the virus. Like she just went to a store for the first time. She and Bella went to right. an antique store because we went to Yellow Mustard and they put it on Facebook and but and they said it's the first time either of them had been to a store in over two months. But then Tyler came up to me and he goes, My nephew, and he says, Yeah, 
how often does she go to a store anyhow? And I went, not that often. And he goes, you know, she maybe missed a couple in that time period. But the point was she couldn't, and now she can, and that's right. a different feeling. Um, so as a family, we exercised a lot more. I went on, especially early on, like when you talk about, you know, March and everything else, and, and I didn't care in April. I was still going on walks, and it was so funny. I have bad shoulders, and so I have physical therapy exercises that I'm supposed to do. And I get away from it when they start to feel better. So on my walks, I would take my four-pound weights, which are teal. And, <laughs> like a man. And I, would, and I have three-pound weights that are black, and they would match me. But the four-pound would be a little bit harder, and we would go on walks. And I would do my exercises the whole time, and I'm like, I do not care. Um, but even a couple times there, nobody wanted to go. It was too cold, so Rachel and Bella wouldn't go. And Joe worked the entire time. And I'd be like, I'm going for a walk. You yeah. know, and mm -hmm. it would be almost a lonely moment, you know. But, yeah. But then there's many. I mean, how many times we? What? I was gonna. I oh. was gonna say it tailed off, but but I think the month of uh, April was probably the most I've gotten texts from you. Like, hey, I'm uh, go taking for a Joe to work. <laughs> I'm gonna be passing through your neighborhood. And we had a great walk that one we day. We only had one walk in that whole time period. But then there was one other time you stopped over and gave us food. We didn't True, walk. We said, and I got, but you see, that was the first time I got to see Alexis. Right. And like it was social distance in my driveway. I was right. like, this is freaking bizarre. Well, I dropped off food at somebody else's house who remained nameless. And I had not seen that person. And literally after I hand, I think I set it down, but I noticed they were really keeping their distance from me. And so I started having to be a game. Because mm. I would take a step towards them, <laughs> and they would take a step back. You start consciously. Take a step back, and they would come towards me. And I was like, I got them on a yo-yo. <laughs> but my heart did break for the couples and the families and the people who were at the extremes. Um, certainly just as an individual. Like people, within, within their house. Well, that's I'm the sorry. second part. The first part is people that were just horrifically affected by this. Like I know contractors who, you know, their work keeps them busy. Mm. So it's not just their income. It keeps them focused. Sure. And now they have nothing. Right. And I watch them on social media, just lose, lose it. their mind. And then I see people who have still not been outside and still not gone out. And they are petrified. I, one of the, we have a very good friend who listens to every podcast who dusts when, uh, she listens to the podcast. So she said she has not dusted her house in two months, <laughs> but she lives in a retirement home. And she said, there are ladies who have not left mm. since this started. And that wow. breaks my heart as well. Mm -hmm. Second point are couples quarantined into a home together. One is petrified of the virus. The other is angry at the government's overreach. Mm -hmm. Both can be true to whatever degree you want. Right. But boy, that doesn't make for a harmonious family. Mm -hmm. And that does not make for uh, the couple. I mean, imagine how alone you felt in your own home in that time period. And in the beginning, that was me. I mean, I could not talk to Alexis. It was like if I brought something up, it was like it, it became a thing. <laughs> Do you mean when you said you were going to go to Atlantic City no matter what? Right. And, right. I, and I said to you, you're it's kind of getting separated. <laughs> and I think it, I might have been like, okay, I'm going to weigh the odds on that. <laughs> I'll wait another week. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that was that was rough for me. I mean, and I think a lot of people are still in that situation. Right. And oh, that's yeah. what, that, to your point, you know, you're heartbroken for that. Right. And so, and what's cool is I've seen that, like you said, those sort of those walls. But then eventually, Alexis came around to my point of view. <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> she doesn't listen to I podcasts, tell her what she? to do. 
<laughs> and two months later, after she does lots of independent study, if you're right, she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. But that's how we are. Um, and that's how we've been. And that's my thoughts on it. Um, I've seen just so much. You know, Eric, you said a lot of people. I think you said in Pittsburgh. But certainly our circle, you know, we've been okay financially. And, yeah. And, but a lot of people, obviously, you know this, haven't. Right. And, 36 million, something and, like that. And now? when I get together with the groups from church that I've gotten together with, and I have everybody give their follow up, you know, okay, how have you been? We haven't seen, cause we didn't meet. I'm not doing zoom meetings. I didn't over prepare for the relaunch of anything. Shocker. I didn't over prepare for anything, but sitting next to each other is I lock myself, you know, I have to you know, just terrible home life next to my kids have been home and they wouldn't be home and everything's great. Mm. You know, and so it's just, I think it has made everything extreme for a lot of people that, and in that it has burdened my heart greatly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that ain't going to change. I don't think, but I think some people have, they've, they've learned more how to help other people and be there for other people in this time period. I think. Yeah. Some not, but Brian, how have you been? Yeah, I've been, again, I've been good. Um, I, I try to count my blessings. Um, Alexis and I have both been working full time from home for you know almost two years now. And last summer we went through the you know the kids are home from school and um, so we had to learn to work from home with the kids at home last summer. Um, Alexis had gone through a couple years where she homeschooled Ethan and Abby. Like Abby was like not even in school, but she's like, yeah, why don't you teach me? Um, and so we've kind of been through all of this in preparation for this in a weird way. And so when it hit and like when the reality hit, cause like you have those first week that, that week, that two weeks and it's like, all right, we're going to be done. And then that month happens Ugh. and you're in the middle of April. And it's like, still, I'm going to go backwards real quick. Okay. I'll let you go forward. No, go for it. Cause one thing I wanted to say, I didn't say is cause we referenced it earlier, how March took forever and then April seemed to go quickly. Yeah, And now you're like, of course, none of us really know what day, you know, May 12th was the anniversary of Trey's birthday. And I was like, on May 11th, Rachel prayed about it. And I was like, is it his birthday? And I'm like, well, I know it's 512. Is it 511? You know, we mm-hmm. don't know what day it is. But right. so whereas March was forever, April and May are moving quickly. But I feel like you go back to, like you just said, when it first hit, it seems like two lifetimes ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's and like I don't eight- know what has happened in these last 10 weeks. Right. There, there is a, like you hear like BC and AD. I really feel like, uh, before coronavirus, like, and, and like I've cracked the joke a couple times. Oh, this is like, especially like I've been playing hockey again after like a month and a half. Of, I don't care. I've been playing hockey again. <laughs> it's I've been playing hockey again. In groups of 25 or less. Um, but like, we'll be out there playing and it's like, Ah, this is like February 2020. You know what I mean? Like there's the very defining line about where were you? It was this. And then now it's this. And, um, and, and that's, that's been the, um, that's been the struggle because you have this normal and then you have this new normal. And, um, but for us again, we've been pretty fine. We've been pretty good. And, um, you know, I, I really do feel blessed that like we ha- we've we I feel like we've been prepared for this, um, and we've been sheltered from the worst of of the things. Um, you know, I've got my pool open. It's my birthday today, and 
Um, I traveled last week to Virginia on work, you know, finally after, for, uh, and for those of you that have been watching the show and know me, I travel a lot for work and I was able to travel last week. So for me, there's been a sense of normalcy coming back. Um, I've been busy at work. Um, financially, we've never been better. Like, it's just weird that we're in this place where there's so many things. But I think for me, it's been fascinating to see how fascinating, frustrating, angering, um, a lot of different emotions for me. Like I'm an emotional person. And so to, to continue to see day by day how this has progressed in a timeline and how things are splintering, how things are even further getting away from the sense of re- any sense of reality. Um, you know, that, that's, that's been something that it's, it's, it's frustrating to me, but it's also f- completely fascinating to walk out into society and see how people react. And Jay, you told a story the other day about um, somebody um, that was in front of or behind somebody in a line. And this woman in line had like duct tape around her ankles and like a face shield. And she was like, turned to the person that, you know, and was like, excuse me, man, you're not, you're four feet from me. And um, like just things like that, that you would never have considered. She wanted to call the police. There was a point, there was a point where a couple weeks ago and um, I mean, I went and played hockey when we were still on the lockdown and I don't care. And when I went out to do it, I had this thought, I'm an outlaw right now. Like I am literally breaking the law. And then I realized it's not a law. It's an order. There's a big difference. We could get into that whole topic, but I was like, I'm going to play hockey. All I'm going to do is leave my house, drive down the road and play hockey. Which but is- you could arrest me. Technically you could come and arrest me right now for playing hockey with other people. Oh, you're not wearing a mask when you're in your car. You're one of those people. Like how much have we now shifted the reality of our you know, of our society. Like, oh, you're not a maskie. Oh, you're a maskie. <laughs> you know, but like, but like we've come so far in two months where. What? He won the pole vault in the 76 Olympics. Maskie. Vladimir, not a maskie. <laughs> <laughs> um, from Ireland. Yes. Yeah. Dagestan, but whatever. But, but that's, I think to me, that's been the biggest thing. So I've like, recently within the past two weeks really i felt like i've kind of gotten back to a sense of you know okay this is my life you know i still don't like wearing the mask out in public um i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it but i don't want to fight you know jimmy at 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 home depot or or aldi karen Uh, well f karen first of all (laughs) f all the karens and that's the other thing this has brought out all the karens in the world who well They've come out from behind their keyboards, and now Karen has a right to criticize everybody. Can I just say that's there racist. are some nice Karens out there? Yes, are there? there no, are. there are some nice people named. Karen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I yes. mean. Of that's, course, I just don't want yeah. anybody to think we. I'm hate. related to some. Look, yes, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, Chris will allow that. No, no, I, absolutely, Chris. There are people named Karen out there that are nicer than other people that are Karens. There are men that are Karens. Oh, nice. The point is, like, if they've be, they've now become they've gone from the keyboard warrior to the actual out in public warrior, and you know, and it's ha- it's happened like this shift in society, the shift in consciousness. 
across the globe has happened overnight. And, and, and I also think it's great in a lot of ways because we're having conversations that are happening in the real world now. And for a lot of, for a lot of, a lot of it, it was like, eh, you know, it's out there. And like, for me, like you guys know me, um, you would be like, Hey, do you know this politician? And she's been all over the news. I'm like, eh, no, because I, I didn't want to, I didn't, I just like, for me, I'm an all or nothing person. And so when I jump in, I jump in full bore, but there's times where it's like, this is way too much for me. I'm going to control my, my family. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, look at my circle and I'm not going to look around and I'm a way better person when I'm doing that. But this has forced me to look, you know, at the bigger picture and, um, Man, it, it's just been it's been really revealing. Um, it has been really revealing. I think it's put a magnifying glass on what we talk about on the show of emotional needs, where you know nobody is. You know, the goal is to seek understanding, and a lot of people are just not seeking understanding. But see, that is brilliant, and I want you to to say that again. The goal for what? Well, the goal to meet each other's emotional needs and comfort each other by loving each other in the way that they need to be loved, you know, like, you know, for the person that needs to wear the masks to have that, that sense of security and, and right. security you know, and, and I'm not making fun of that person. I'm not saying anything bad about that person. It's just, if that's who you are, then your sense of security is probably really heightened in this time. And other people just need to seek understanding and respect that about you, you know, um, and I've seen people that aren't wearing masks out. And if you're a mask person, you need to seek understanding of that person and give them the respect that they have put in front of, you know, put out there. And it means that you don't need to go near that person. You can stay away from that person and that's fine. Um, but shaming and, you know, being that person at the keyboard or calling the police on somebody that doesn't have their mask on in a parking lot, going back to their car or, you know, that kind of situation. It's not helping. It's not seeking understanding. It's only going to make it worse. And it's only going to make this last longer. Um, in my opinion. Yeah. To seek understanding, I think is not on people's minds nine times out of 10 because they're not thinking of how can I meet this person's needs? How can I come alongside? The, the the reason why I first brought it up is what we teach is if you are in conflict with someone, if somebody comes to you and says, Brian, when you, when you said that, that really hurt my feelings. It hurt my this, hurt my that. It's not to seek forgiveness. It's to seek understanding, to right. understand how did I hurt you? Right. But it can be translated to why are you the way you are? Right. You know, because I've seen couples where the one wants to comfort the other. They just can't. Mm -hmm. They can't find it. They don't understand. Right. So even if they try to, they can't. I've been overwhelmed in this time period of, of people that I know who are all the way from the fear to the anger spectrum in this process. Right. And because I know them so well and I do spend time thinking of and praying for them, I'm like, okay, because that's what's happening in their history and that's how it's reflected till now and that's why the way they are. Yeah. Now the Karen in the parking lot, she is no different. I just don't know her story. Right. And I don't see many people, and that's true of life in general. We're not giving people the benefit of the doubt. We don't say, okay, that's the way they are. But what I've been impressed upon over the last couple of months is the the way that emotional needs um, compound on each other. So it's a little bit of this, but then it's a side dose of that, which has rendered this person 
not only in their home, not leaving, but defiant and putting on Facebook. Here's why I'm staying. What do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean by a little bit of this? But uh, okay, so this person may have a high need for security. Sorry, Chris. No, no, no. Yeah, go. So this person might have a high need for security. So that's why they're staying in the home. But they're typing on Facebook every day of how they are taking care of their body and how they are the ones and that I am prioritizing this and I am saving. So it's actually a need for respect because maybe they don't feel like they normally take care of their body. So now they're in the home out of anxiety, but they're telling the world they're staying home out of a need for respect Mm. and a need for status in the world and saying, I'm now one of you and I'm taking good care of myself. And that'd be one example. Mm. Um, The person that says, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm going out and I'm not wearing a mask. And if they don't, you know, they might be doing that because of, again, respect, but also it might be an actual reverse side of fear because they don't want it to look like they're weak or they're scared. And so it's, it's a combination of factors that push people in multiple directions. Mm -hmm. And I was going to add that, um, I think there's sort of a survivalist aspect of this too. When we talk about people not meeting others, emotional needs and being more confrontational or more extreme. Like I think that whole, (laughs) that effect that that is happening to people is, is, at least partially because they feel like, well, you know, I need to speak up because I, I, I need to help that person or I need to help everybody be safe. And I need to, you know, so people are speaking out more, whether it's I call on the police or, you know, whatever's happening because they're scared. There's mm-hmm. that fear factor sure. that, that, you know, well, this is, even though I, you know, and my intention is not to, harm them or to oh, no, you're saving to them. call them out right or yeah. saving somebody else around right them. in a survivalist mentality of like well it doesn't matter how they're going to feel about it this is just what has to be done and to mm. that end the same thing is true when we talk about how like drugs and alcohol fame um tragedy and uh, something else money you know they don't make you different they make you more of what you are mm. and so in these time periods if we have these small needs all of a sudden, now you put this huge change of life on us, and it's going to be greater and wider. And, you know, and that's such a great point. Um, I think one of the biggest things I've taken away from this podcast over over the course of what we've done is where do your hurts go? They go to fear. They go to anger. They go to self-deprecation. Self-condemnation. Self-condemnation, and they go to guilt. Mm-hmm. I've nailed the fear. I mean, I've nailed the, I've nailed the anger, right? I, all my, all my hurts go to anger, anger. And, um, I, I've seen that magnified in this time, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll see a headline. I'm like, that pisses me off. And, um, and that, but it's a good recognition because I'm also able to say, I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be angry like that. So, but, that's no, like right knowing is half the battle. It really, if you know yourself, G.I. G. Joe. Joe. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> it's true. Well, no, um, well but, wait, uh, <laughs> but, but I disagree, Eric. And that's where the shame comes in. Like you said, knowing is half the battle. No, it isn't. Because how many days? The shame? Do, the shame kicks in because you go, I don't want to be angry anymore. And if you, and so then the next day you're angry and you're shooting off texts. Boom, boom, boom. You're like, I don't want to be angry anymore. Well, then you're like, why am I still angry? No, I well, don't want to be angry. So let me go back to what well, I was going to say. The person that is afraid. I don't feel shame about being angry. Anything. I know that. <laughs> but he's saying that's the beginning. of You said, I don't want to be angry. I don't want to be that guy. Right. 
Did you not so say So it's that? not shame. It's a... Uh, I don't. I don't see that as shame. I, I, no, I see no. it as a conscious decision to not be somebody that I don't want to be. I, don't, I don't feel shame no, about great. that. But if you kept getting angry, wouldn't you be ashamed that you can't change it? I would say I have more work to do on myself, and I'm on my journey. And if your hurts would go to self condemnation, you would have more shame in that regard. What I'm saying is, the person who is afraid, and if I told them, "Do you realize you're so afraid?" and that this is really taking control of you, and they'd say, "Oh, you know what? You're right. I don't want to be afraid anymore." That doesn't that doesn't do it. That the work comes from why did you get to be that way? Why do your hurts go there? Right. So my point right. was what Brian was saying, knowing is half the battle because if you know Then you can begin to work on it. That's a starting Exactly. Well then point. then I can call like one of you guys and vent or talk about if I'm fearful of something or whatever. And then that that the then you guys come for me. Start working well, on right. And to your point, to go back to my point. But like, if you like, don't know where that like sorry, I, if you don't know where that anger is coming from, you if you don't know that oh the result of this of this action or this headline that I read or somebody said something is anger, and you don't know why that is. You're just a ball of emotions, right? So you have to know. You have to know. It's the beginning, right? It's the beginning. And again, to your point, to my point. I don't have a point, um, but but I'm I'm serious when I say I think one of the most profound things that I've I've learned in in life has happened over this past two years while we've done this, yeah. where my hurts go to anger, and that's really allowed me to to really examine you know number one why am I angry about this where did that come from how have I been formed. And so when I get angry, what do I do about that? You know, how, wh- where, where did that, that hurt come from? It's just giving me, a, you know, like when you're sitting in the doctor's office and they're like, is this better or this better? You know, with, with your yeah, eyes. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. Now I can see a little, I can see another layer of why I'm the way I am. Right. And I can see why I see the world the way I do now. And that also helps me to adjust my attitude towards the things that are happening from here going forward. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. So that's been a big thing for me, but it is magnified in times of like, a sp- we've never been through something like Everything this. Everything is, it's, it's, is, it's, is it's John Acuff, right who does stuff Christians like, he was super famous like five years ago, but he's still big time. And he's just like satire, satire on the Christian faith. And early on, he said, let's give each other a little bit of grace when it comes to dealing with a pandemic, because we've never done it before. Hmm. And he goes, and we're apparently not very good at it. <laughs> um, before we go on, I want to share with you what Marsha wrote on my page, and I'm just going to go ahead and read it. I don't know if she wants it to be public, but you don't type things anyhow. And just so you guys know, this is Evan from the 9 a.m. Yeah. It's his mama. All right. Uh, it says, she says, and it's, he has it, a mama. She does. He does. She writes, I feel as if I woke up one day and someone suddenly flipped a switch and the world as I know it changed. There is a comfort in the safety and shelter of my home, and we feel blessed that Mm. without even realizing it, we have been prepared. Money has not been an issue. Food has not been an issue. Comfort has not been an issue. We've been able to reach out to others to share and help them. But yet, there is a strange loneliness that is lingering within me. Mm. There is a sense of detachment that this virus has brought to my spirit. But, all caps, with that said, this is the devil's playground. And knowing that I simply just stand still and have faith that I am the daughter of the Most High, and as such I have nothing to fear, this too shall pass. Hmm. Marsha's a great lady. Marsha, Marsha is great at making you feel welcome and feel loved, and I'm grateful that she shared that with us. And I think that echoes a lot of people. And that's one of the things that I've been moved. Like I said earlier, is the amount of 
love and share sharing people have done and, and, and cared for other people yeah. and been there. Um, one of the things I want to answer this question with a comment. So the question that I want to say, ask you guys is what have you learned or started to do, or can you take with you outside of our quarantine period hmm. that you learned inside the quarantine period? One of the things I've learned and one of the things I've done is I've listened to more and more podcasts, which is weird because I only have a select rotation. But this came from Mark Murphy, the judge. You don't, from you don't listen to just our podcast. I don't even listen to our podcast. Wow, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here when we do it. Um, I don't even listen to Mark it right Murphy now. Mark Murphy posed that question, and he grew. He's a chef on Guys Grocery Games and Chopped, and famous chef in New York City. And he asks his guests on his podcast that question. One of the things I've learned is how good the audio is on our podcast. As I listen to other podcasts, yeah. now, a, a lot that's... of them lately are on Zoom, and I get that. Yeah, sure, right. But, yeah. but in general, even the ones that aren't, yeah, our, our audio has gotten to be pretty dead gum good, and that goes to YouTube, dude. And I got to give it to you guys, like especially right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're like, yep, we're not using the blue snowball mic. Yeah, <laughs> you got to do it. Right? <laughs> the one, yeah, you, you, you got to do. It. You got to invest. So in kudos it. to you, kudos to you. Thank you for jumping in. Hey, thanks for uh, you know us all pitching for it. And so his example was, I had drinks the other night with one of my friends from Rome. Except you, Chris. And he goes, I'm going to keep doing that. Why didn't I do that before? Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking. That is cool. That, uh, you know, I mean, I've been gaming with people all over the world for forever. So welcome to the club. <laughs> but we, we've, we've been getting together on Friday nights with. Zoom and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Right, but we're yeah. not going to continue to do that. Hell no. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, it'd be cool to have a glass of wine with a guy in Rome. That would be fun. Right. Maybe but you lunch, don't know any guy time. in Rome. I don't. What? Mine, to answer that question. It's <laughs> still guys looking at me them. weird. I don't know. <laughs> not, I, um, <laughs> I can't even say what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, I now just you love have that. to. It'd be cool to have a glass of wine with a guy in Rome. <laughs> it's just a great line. I don't know. <laughs> Chris, Chris I mean, you some, are the drop some people, master. Some people if, pay, pay a premium for that. That's right. <laughs> Chris one dollar a minute. For, if he asks for money, Eric, one I would just 900 say no. wine in Rome. <laughs> wine guy in Rome. <laughs> If I can see Chris's debit card. <laughs> First five minutes are free. <laughs> that was good. That was a good I drop heard that zone question. Right there. I heard that question. And I was like, wow, absolutely nothing. There is nothing that I, and like you said, well, you're cooking. And I'm like, yeah, I cooked before. And yeah, I've gotten better at it. And I even, one person said to me, I post all these pictures and I don't even think I take good pictures, but people are like, oh, your pictures are great and everything else. I posted broccoli and somebody said, how do I even know that's your broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy. I've done racks of lamb. I mean, I did bulgogi, sh- bulgogi beef, a Korean beef dish. Oh, man, that's great. No, no, no. The broccoli, bridge too far. <laughs> but the one thing I will take out of the quarantine that I developed within the quarantine was, in fact, disc golf. Mm. Oh, I yes. mocked every That's nerd beautiful. that ever played disc golf, and I mocked this nerd for playing disc golf. And then finally, I was like, I, "You threw I the disc do the first something time. Something yes. else. I have to go out." And so we went, and we played. And I have played many, many rounds since then, and spent a good bit of money on discs. And I'm, I will not wear the backpack. I will not have the bandana, and I will not have the belly come out of my T-shirt like the prototypical disc golf guy does. <laughs> but I will continue to play for the rest of my life. That's awesome. I, I, and it's been such a joy. It has been a lot of fun. And, you know, I'm not a golfer, and it's, like you said, Jay, like 
it's as difficult as like it's just like golf where you can nail a drive and then it's a long way to the basket or right. the hole. You know, um, and it's not. I mean, it's not as and, and, and a real golfer, if the, you know any of your listening, would probably say it's not as technical and it's not. But it's just technical enough, right, to make it. It's still a, repe- yeah, it's still a it's repetitive a motion. Yeah, it's yeah. a real thing. Like yeah. you got to get some skill well, and and work on your drive and yeah. your putting. Find the right disc, you know, yeah. fits your fits your throw. No, and I am an avid golfer, and so you are, yeah. I can speak to that. Yes. And you know, I don't know. It's pretty daggum similar. I mean, because yeah. there's different clubs, there's different discs, there's different shots. You can shape your shot. You can get by, and just like where my game is right now, I can't putt. Yeah, <laughs> and if you can't putt, you ain't gonna score. Yeah. And, and it's frustrating, and, and you need to practice. But you don't it want to practice. Cheaper. You just want to go play. The number one thing yeah. is, man, it is cheaper and much less crowded. Yes. You're not encumbered by the people in front of you that much. Yeah. So it's quicker. So and anyone out exercise. there that's interested, we would just like to encourage you to. To uh, go learn on your own. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Don't crowd <laughs> our courses. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But anybody else take anything? I actually have a really good answer for that. Please do. Um, I feel like... During quarantine, I have widened my um, my my scope of of your information sample. Exactly. Thank you. My my information huh. sample. I really I like should that. talk with words for yeah. a living. Go on. <laughs> um, just it, just you know, in an effort to hear not just a variety of things, but to to try because I'm just the type of person that. I need to hear from more than one source to sort of disseminate, you know, well, okay, what's this, how much of this sounds like opinion and what am I, you know, just so I can form, formulate my own thought on, on, on a certain subject. And there's just been so many, um, different opinions and, and, and thoughts and, and, and perspectives that yes, I mean, I, I I'm glad that I don't have to speak with words for a living time. <laughs> kind of do but anyway um yeah so many different perspectives though that that it's i feel like it, it it's forced me to actually widen and, right you've and, always been balanced you've always right, taken I've this always, side and yes, this side i always have done that taken yes. this side right going a little wider trying to you know just taking in a little bit more and 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 i feel like um you're watching alex jones it's now been regular it's been healthy big <laughs> I have not gone that wide, believe it or not. I have not gone that wide. None of us have. Good. Good. He's like the National Enquirer. Where we go one. He's entertainment. I'll tell you that. Um, what is it? That's it? That's it? Yeah. Um, I do take disc golf, so I, you know, I join you in that one. Um, I... I haven't been able to pre pre COVID. I haven't been able to game as much as I have in the past, but I have been able to jump on and play um, more games uh, in the evening, which has been which has been really fun. I'm a I used to be an avid gamer, and then there was a lull, and uh, I've been playing more late at night, um, which has been fun. Um, and I guess the other thing that I that I've kind of gotten used to is and this was kind of encouraged at work where you know there's no water cooler anymore there's no like you know let's go down to the kitchen and grab coffee you know down the hall or anything like that so like I do that kind of virtually over chat you know like a stop by your cubicle and say hi or you know that kind of thing and just be more purposeful about like reaching out and just seeing how people are you know um, because it's 
they're not in front of me anymore or they're like when I'm walking to like the bathroom or across the street, at, you know, at my job, like I'm not walking past that person or, or that kind of thing. Why do you go to the bathroom across the street? <laughs> no, or walking uh, across the street. Uh, okay. I could, if I wanted to get my <laughs> steps in, um, <laughs> but, uh, there's that. And we built a sweet fire pit in the backyard. Yeah, that, you did. Uh, mm-hmm. you're going to take that with you outside the quarantine. Absolutely. And it's awesome. So, Brian, womp womp. So for me, <laughs> not no, not womp womp to you. For no, me. I know, but I'm, why? <laughs> well, because this Are is you... my observation. Okay, nothing. No, my observation <laughs> That's is okay. That's okay. no. My observation is like right as this started, I I started reading. I mean, oddly enough, I started reading because I was in quarantine, reading and puzzles, and so I went back and reread. You've been doing puzzles. Yeah, really? lots and lots of puzzles. I didn't know that. Okay, lots of puzzles. That's cool. Um, but I started, re- I, I was also reading and I went back and reread World War Z. Oh yeah. For like the third time. It's just, it's one of my favorite books. Yeah. I heard and, it's great. um, it's, it's a fantastic book. The movie was awful. Um, but one of the things that sticks out to me in that book is a line that says, fear is the biggest virus of all. Mm. And, and like, I'm reading that right around the time where everything's just kind of breaking loose with, with COVID and it's just such an accurate thing to see it play out in the real world. And like what you were saying, Chris, there's so much noise, like there's noise as it is, but right now it is just this din, you know, you, Mm. you, you scroll through your feed and it like, it's more divisive than it's ever been. Like this should be a time where we can probably all agree on something. Like there's facts out there. Right. And like, that's the bit like we got to we got to trust science. OK, why, why are we so divided then? If there's science out there, why are we so divided? We could we've had a long discussion about this even before we started. But for me, like to see how quickly and easily fear can just seep through like a shadow moving across the globe, mm-hmm. you know, like and, I, you know, I don't want to be the downer, but that's really, really impacted me. And and also out of that the commitment to be I, I tell my kids well when we had school i would drop them off at the at the uh at the curb and i would like we would always pray before we we op- before they open the door and i would and the last thing i would say to each of them was go be a light cuz you're going into a very dark place you know people need you and they need what's inside of you because they're coming from all these different situations. And so for me, like it's been the darkness and the light. It's, it's been the man, the fear that paralyzes people and causes them to be so irrational is so overpowering. But then the chance to be that light, the chance to be that, that one voice in the wilderness, so to speak, that chance to reach out and just kind of give somebody a hug and say, it's, it's okay. Like you don't have to live in this fear. Mm-hmm. It's just been this dichotomy for me, you know? And again, as somebody whose hurts go to anger, um, it's, it's been, it's, it's been a challenge for me to allow myself to not give into the anger, but allow myself to be used as somebody that's, right. that's able to reach out. Seek understanding instead yes. of getting angry at somebody, yeah. because like, you're like, why are you like, why are you? Why are you the way that you, <laughs> you are? are? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and because because you can get really angry and lash out and be like, "You're such an idiot!" Like, can't you see what I can see? Right. Um. So, for me, it's been a re- it's it's been an incredible time of growth, 
even as I've stayed in, you know, inside or I haven't stayed inside. Let's, yeah, let's be honest. Let's, you're out um, by the fire. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, in this time where things have kind of paused and things have kind of like iced over and everything's just kind of in stasis, um, you know, that's been my challenge is to not give in to the one side, but to grow on the other side. Um, and I, I think with that, like not to toot my own horn, but um, we can't, but before we go to do better, and before we go to can't do better, that's where you're All going, right. right? That's where I was going. Oh, I have the can't do better. I don't. I don't know if we posted. Oh, we've got lots of stuff. All right, and then we can finish with that. We have a new segment. Oh yeah, <laughs> please. We have a new segment. How do you pronounce it? Wuftwad. That's right. Wuftwad. We won't tell you what Wuff-wad. it stands for. Okay, but it sort of doesn't fit in to do better. Doesn't fit in to can't do better. It's Wuftwad. Yeah, Brian. Do you want me to explain it? No, gosh, no. <laughs> You had the one example that would started the whole Wathwad, which was in Wyoming. Oh, I'm going to explain it. No, I'm not going to no, say the words. That's, that's the it's magic. Not do of better. It. That's uh, the, the magic. It's an acronym. Well, can I? Can I? So I was going to do a do better. Do you want me to do the Wathwad? Yeah, I brought it up. Let's just do it. All right, just describe it. So in Wyoming, because okay, did they go mustard? They did not go mustard. They oh. went right to freedom. They want right to <laughs> pre-COVID. Uh, but they're being Febu- responsible, February. are they not? Oh, my goodness. They're being responsible. So um, last week, the Wisconsin Supreme Court overruled the governor's stay-at-home order, which, in effect, opened the state up. We're talking about Wyoming. No, it was Wisconsin. All right. Yeah. Wisconsin's Supreme Court said, you know what? Your orders are not law. And so, therefore, your stay-at-home order is done. And in that moment, just like the ice thawing and the sun coming out in a beautiful world, freedom happened again in Wisconsin. Right. And strip clubs opened and bars opened. <laughs> right. And so, the way that these, the, the strip club opened, I, I, I read the story, the strip club opens and the, the girls are dancing with masks on. They're still... <laughs> Somehow they're socially distancing and they have like limited capacity in this place, but they're stripping and it just leaves it you shaking your like, head. What? It's just shaking your head. Just shaking, shaking your head. Shaking your head. It's that not a do acronym. better. It's not a can't do better. It's a wuftwad. A wuftwad. 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 But sometimes we're sure people can do better. That's right. And since you just went, I'll go quickly with the do better. And it applies to our conversation earlier. Chris, please don't get angry. A woman named Karen complains (laughs) about the Karen meme. There is a. I was thinking of her actually when I when I I said now listen. Yeah, go ahead. Look, Karen got offended by the Karen meme. There is a Facebook page called No Karen, and this guy runs it, and it's just all the ridiculous Karen complaints. So this woman named Karen <laughs> wrote in to complain, and uh, we will we will show the article. There is a lot of bad language, but it is not only do better for Karen because you've seen things like African American women who are like you've been calling us Shaniqua and Shanene for all these years, but now that a white woman gets called Karen, oh, we oh, can't snap. have it. That's misogyny, you know. Um, so she needs to relax and, you know, so they have the transcripts of her, but also the guy that runs the page, this would be an argument. Some could say can't do better the way he refutes her complaint. Others like, I don't know me would say he could probably do better and be nicer. 
because he's really not nice to her. He does not like Karen. He does not care for Karen. He actually says he's going to look on Amazon for some Fs to give. Do you want to explain (laughs) to people that might not know what Karen is? Everybody, only, only, I think actually Rachel did not know what a Karen, somebody I know didn't know what a Karen was. The first time I heard about Karen was last year on the beach with Bella, your daughter. We were walking down. Bella's well-versed in what a Karen is. Bella's so funny. Well, it is very funny. So do better, Karen. That's right. Specifically this one. I I have a can't do better. So I Brian, do your can't do, or your do better. Yeah. All right, we want to do this. All right. So this is a couple weeks ago, beginning of May. I mean, that might be a year ago at this point. Bloody brawl, bloody brawl breaks out on Spirit Airlines flight over noise complaint. Wow. A Spirit Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Detroit was forced to make an emergency landing in Des Moines after a passenger was pummeled when he oh. complained that his fellow flyers were making too much. This is a Karen. <laughs> flyers were making too much noise while he was trying to sleep, according to reports. Flight 709, 709 made the unscheduled stop in Iowa on Thursday after How the fight. How much did he complain? Which left the passenger badly beaten. We were in shock, really. We couldn't believe it was happening, a woman aboard told the news outlet. It was really scary. I had my kids with me, and everybody's like, oh, my God. The the woman said (laughs) passengers called on flight attendants to end the fisticuffs. Everyone's like, why aren't you doing anything? They were like, we don't get paid enough to deal with this, the woman recalled. Mm -hmm. After the plane landed in Des Moines, the attackers changed out of their bloody clothing. They went and changed their clothes before the marshals came, she said. They hurried up and ran into the bathroom because they had blood all over their clothes and didn't want to be recognized. Passengers were shocked that the people involved in the fracas were allowed to board the flight after the two-hour delay. Um, so, pretty funny story. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so, do better guy complaining. Do better people. Don't beat him up. And the people ran off and changed their clothes, and then they were still all allowed back on the flight. Okay, we need the money. Yep. <laughs> Eric, you have a can't do better. I do. Um, so, many of you have probably seen it. Um, but my can't do better shout out goes to John Krasinski. Oh, you stole oh, my, that was one of my can't do better. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> but ding, yeah, ding, if you haven't winner. watched it, I guess, I guess the season is over. I don't know though. Mm. I watched the last episode and he did and he said, I'll see you again. Yeah. But I think maybe they're going to do it in, in phases. Pandemics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the next <laughs> pandemic, we'll see John Krasinski spread some good news, but the stories that he shared and the way that he produced it and the way that he mm-hmm. did it is fantastic. If you have not seen some good news S- with John just, Krasinski, just on YouTube, you watch SGN. It. Yeah, SGN. That's all you got to look up. It's so good. Yep. And, man, just some great. <laughs> just some just some great, great stories that he shared about actual yeah. good news. And I think, like, you know, good news gets shadowed regularly uh. on, on, like, without a pandemic. With a pandemic, there's no good news. Yeah. So the but fact that he went into the effort to get this out there and to spread good news, I thought that was just awesome. But yeah. what was ingenious and maybe not ingenious because maybe it was not his intention, but the good news spurned, spurred on, not spurned, spurred on more good acts. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It created more good news. Because people more. wanted to get on the news. Yeah. Right. And, and it was awesome. And the things he did for the people. Yep. So somebody did something good, so then he would do, or he would get a famous person to donate to their cause or to do this or to do that. Yeah. It was incredible. And I don't know how you could do any better than that. It was awesome. So good. Chris, do you have anything? I do not have a can't do better. 
I ha- I have a, a do better, let's, but I can save it for next time so that I'm done. I'm not you know. Yeah, let's 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 save it for next yeah. time. I think. All right, I'll close this out this week. Please do. Um, so thank you everybody for listening. You can again find us at lunchtime in Rome dot com. Uh, we are live weekly on Facebook. Um, you can listen to us on your favorite podcast players such as Spotify and uh, Pocket Cast or Apple Music. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Don't forget to take that relational needs questionnaire and find out who you are and why the way that you are. Um, and please, now that we're back, please write in um, if you have questions. Um, and we look forward—we we are looking forward to having more people on the show. That's something that we were doing right before this all happened. Pull up a seat to the table. We would love to have you at this table with us as you are at the table with us every week watching listening we would love to have you some actually come and physically sit here with us and record a show um at the table so um with that we'll see you next week bye see ya bye this feels so good she's like yeah why don't you teach me um harder actually like oh you're not a masky Oh, you're a masky. <laughs> you know? I can't even say what I'm thinking. Some sure. people if- pay, pay a premium for that. That's good.